Shalom Racha, this is Chazar Shir number 9, where Bistiyat HaDashmai will continue to discuss various food items that we encounter on a day-to-day basis and try to determine whether they're considered bread, pasta Bikisni, or a tafshil shomazona. So we'll continue where we left off last week, which was the discussion with regards to pizza. Uh, and I want to clarify a few things and, and really add to some things that weren't, uh, that weren't said at the end of last week's uh, shir. So let's begin with just a, a brief summary. So if you remember, we saw the Shulchan Aruch and Simon Kov Samachas, who says that pasta babakisti is one of three things. Either you have dough that's stuffed with sweeteners, sweet, uh, different, you know, different sweet items, or the dough itself is made sweet, or the final product is like a cracker-like uh, texture. So all those three things are considered pasta babakisti, where if you're you just eat it on the go. The bracha is mezonos na'al mechia. And if you're kovea suda, you would need to make a mezono, you would need to wash and, uh, and bench at the end. The Shulchan Arach, at the end of Simen Kov Samaches, he adds, if you have dough that is stuffed with meat or with fish or with cheese and you put it in the oven, the bracha is hamotzi. And the Magad Avram, quoted by the Mishabruah, asks, he says, how is this different than Pasa Babakisni? One of the criteria, one of the gradations of what Pasa Babakisni is, is when you have dough that's stuffed, with uh, fruits. And over here, you have dough that's stuffed with uh, cheese or with meat. So why is that not considered pasta kisni? So the Magan Avram is Mechalak. He says, when it's stuffed with sweet things like fruit and the like and jelly, so then it's served as a dessert. And since it's served as a dessert, it's not part of the meal and it's eaten on the go, it's going to be Mizonus and Al-Michia. But if you have bread, if you have dough that's stuffed with meat or with fish or with cheese, those are things that are eaten in the middle of the meal. So then it's considered uh, it's considered uh, bread and you would have to make uh, uh, mozi and bench at the end, even if you're just taking a bite, even if you're just eating a little a little piece of it, it's considered bread the cholder. The Magan Avram is masking now that if you have if you made these meat pastries or these cheese pastries like bite size and they're meant to be eaten on the go, so then for sure it's going to be considered pasta kisni, where the halacha is that you would be, make a mizonus and al The Taz argues on this uh, Magan Avram and he learns that when the Shulchan Aruch says that a pashtida, meaning this dough item that is stuffed with meat and cheese or whatever uh, that you need to wash and bench and it really that pashti that's considered possible because just like we saw earlier in the simon that dough that's stuffed with other foods is considered possible because the reason over here where the shofar paskins that you need to wash uh, is because you ate an amount of kviya suda so we started to discuss pizza what's Allah with pizza 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 assuming that it's made with the main ingredients are, are flour and water so if the main ingredients are flour and water and it's it's uh, kneaded into thick um a thick batter of dough. So that's, you know, your first criteria of bread. The second criteria of bread is that it's put into the oven. How is it different than bread? Because you're adding sauce and cheese. So a lot of the achronim, including Rosh Hashanah and Rosh Sheinberg, the Rivers of Freiman, Rosh Shachter, and the Chuvah Svein they all say, pizza is mamish, the case of pashtida. You have dough. You're adding cheese to it and you're putting it into the oven. It's mamish eaten like bread. Right? And therefore, the halach is that even if you're taking a bite of a slice of pizza, you need to wash and you need to bench. Again, assuming that the, the dough itself is made just with, uh, with, with, um, with flour and water. Okay? So that is, that's with regards to pizza. We said, though, that in America, there seems to be a custom that for one slice, you don't need to wash. So where does this custom uh, come from? So there's three, reasons, three ways uh, to be miyash of this, uh, this custom of not washing on one slice. The first one is from Ramosha Feinstein, who says that since pizza is eaten on the go, Pizza, one slice could be eaten on the run. So since it's eaten on the run, even the Magen Avram would agree that the bracha is mezonus and al-mechia. Now, why is that? As follows, right? The Magen Avram himself says that if you take this pashtida and you make it into small bite-sized pieces, you make it into small little... Uh, 
you know, small little bite-sized pieces, the halach is that it's going to be a mizonos, uh, and a lamecha, so says Moshe, since a slice is eaten on the go, by definition, it's eaten on the go, since it's eaten on the go, it has the status of these small bite-sized pashtidot, where the halach is, it's going to be mizonos and lamecha, and only if you kubesuda, you need to wash and, uh, and bench. What's interesting is that in 2014, the USDA, the, the United States Department of Agriculture, they did a study on pizza, and what they showed was that 90% of people eat pizza formally in a meal, and they don't eat it on the go. And based on that, Rav Badner, who wrote a famous uh, sefer on, on Hilchus Brachos, he passed in that if that's the case, it's not really eaten on the go anymore, so then you can't rely on this uh, Magan Avram and Ramesha, and therefore the Brach, even for one slice, would go back to, would go back to be Amotzi. But Lemaisa, that's the first thing that's from Ramosha, that since the slice is eaten on the go, it would be considered Passover uh, Bekissim, where we needed a Mizonus and Amotzi. Rav Asherai seems to say, he says that when the Shulchan Aruch brings three criteria of what's considered, or three examples of what's considered Passover they're not arguing with one another. Uh, and rather, each person was saying, you know, what is the item in his community or in his, uh, you know, in his country that's sometimes eaten on the go and sometimes eaten as, you know, set in for a meal. And each region needs to decide or needs to see what fits this criteria of food that's sometimes eaten on the go and sometimes eaten uh, on as, as a meal. And pizza seems to fit that criteria and therefore would be considered uh, Pasababa Kislin. The third way to be Miyashavit is based on the Archashulchan who passes like the Taz. who says anytime you add to the actual food itself, you know, the, to, the, to the dough, if you add cheese and sauce or Pashtida, those are all considered Pasababa Kislin where if you eat just uh, one slice, it's less than a shear of Kviyasuta, the Lachiz, you make a Mizonos and you make an Al Mechiaten. So Lamaisa, those are, it seems, the majority of Achronim seem to say that Pizza is like Pashtida, you would have to wash and bench. But there is uh, definitely in Limitzchus for one, for eating one slice, uh, that the brach would be a Mizonos and an, and an Almechi. Now, everything we set up until now is when the dough is made with flour and water. If the dough is made with flour, water, and tons of other additives, or made with 51% fruit juice, so then automatically the pizza becomes uh, Pasa Babikisni. And that's in Eretisrael, there's a lot of restaurants or a lot of pizzerias that actually have this, and they do this deliberately in order that if you want, you know, to have just one slice, you, all you'd have to do is make mizonos uh, and, in, um, and an almich. So everything that we said up until now was with regards to pizzeria. When you're making pizza uh, and at a pizzeria and you're buying the pizza, what happens when you go to the grocery store and you buy frozen pizza, then you make it at home. So what's the halach with frozen pizza? So what's fascinating about frozen pizza is the way that it's made is that the first they make the dough and then they bake the dough. They put the dough in the oven by itself. And then afterwards, they add the sauce and they add the cheese. Now, it's mashma from the Mishabura. The Mishabura says that in order for something to be pasta babakisni, it's only if it's baked with the other ingredients, right? Baked with the other stuff. But if after it's baked, you add the sauce and the cheese, that doesn't make it pasta babakisni. According to anyone, right? That's going to be considered mamish bread. Just like if you take a bagel and you cut it in half and add sauce and pizza and, and, and cheese and make it a pizza bagel, everyone agrees you need to wash. Why? Because once it's bread, it can never be uprooted from its status of, uh, from its status of bread. Uh, and, and that's why uh, the majority of, of posts can say that when it comes to um, pizza, when it comes to frozen pizza, you need to you need to wash, even if you're taking a, a bite, because it's mamish bread. Now you can tell when you pick it up from the supermarket, you'll see that the that the that the cheese itself isn't melted. You have like different. You have like you'll see the cubes isn't melted, and that's how you know that the that it wasn't baked. The the, the bottom part wasn't baked together with. Uh, with uh, with with uh, the, the dough wasn't big together with the additives uh, as well. There is one limitzchos to make uh, to make a mizonos on frozen pizza, and that's from the Shari Bracha, who says that uh, who says that 
when you have bread, he agrees. He says, if you have bread and you later add, you know, cheese and sauce to it, like a pizza bagel, for sure it's going to be a mochi. He says, but if you're making the dough with intention to later on add the sauce to it, so then that's still going to be considered possible because So since they're adding the sauce and the cheese to the pizza right after it's baked and it was made with that intention, therefore it's going to be uh, a mizonos and al it's going to be considered a possible bakisni. So everything we set up until now, that's the sugya of pizza. Now let's talk about uh, one of the most hotly debated topics with this whole sugya, and that is uh, mizonos rolls. What are mizonos rolls? Mizonos rolls are basically flour, uh, where to the flour they add, besides for just you know adding water, they'll add uh, 51% of either milk or of fruit juices. Now the fruit juice needs to be 100% fruit juice, and, and that juice is tasted in the dough itself. Uh, and since it's tasted in the dough itself, they say, oh, here we have a roll and it's considered uh, mizonos roll. So what is, and meaning, because it fits the criteria of pasta babakisni. What's the criteria of pasta babakisni? It's a dough that's made with 51%, uh, you know, fruit juice, or it's made with so many additives that the additives are, are tasted uh, to the, are, are clearly, you know, tasted uh, when, when, when you eat them. So, in Achanami, what Rav Shlom Zalman and Tshuva Svanaga says, if you have a mizonos roll onto itself, a mizonos roll is pasabah bekisni, which means it has all the criteria of pasabah bekisni. If you eat a small amount, you make a mizonos al mecha. If you're eating a lot or if you're eating it together with a meal, you would have to wash and you have to bench. However, it comes with Vazner and Rav Yashin, and they say no. They say, what is the definition of pasabah bekisni? Pasabah bekisni is something that sometimes eaten on the go and sometimes eaten as kviya suuda and if you eat a large amount, so then it's considered like kviyasu, then you're going to have to wash and, and, and bench. He says, when it comes to mizonus roll, what's the purpose of the mizonus roll? What's the raison d'etre? Well, why was it created? It was created to take the place of bread. And since it was created to take the place of bread, so what does it do now? It, it takes the place of it. It's, it's like pasta baba kissing that rises to the level of, of bread itself. So you're right, it fits the criteria of pasta baba kissing. It checks the boxes of pasta baba kissing because it has 51% fruit juice. But since it's made to take the place of, of, um, of bread itself, so it rises to the level of bread in the suit. Then you would have to wash and, and make a mozi. By the way, in parentheses, this would be the svara for matzah. Why is matzah mizonos? Matzah, is, uh, why is matzah, excuse me, hamotzi on Pesach? Right? It's a cracker. It's mamash a cracker. How is it different than any other cracker that you buy in the store? So the reason is because on Pesach, it's taking the place of bread and that's what it's used for. So then it's, it automatically rises to the level of bread. So it says Rav Yashiv and, and Rav Asner, he says mizonus rolls are meant to take the place of bread. They're eaten at the meal as, as part of the, the, the anchor of the meal. And therefore, says Rav Yashiv, even if you take a, one bite of the mizonus roll, it's a suffix whether you need to wash or, or, or bench. So this is the hotly debated topic when it comes to, to mizonus roll. The Vizosa Bracha seems to say, he says, in order to avoid this, just always wash before, you know, always wash on bread before eating, um, before eating a mizonos roll. But Lamaisa, it's a machlokis that, that lives to this day where, uh, where some say that mizonos rolls are mizonos and some say that mizonos rolls uh, would actually be uh, hamotzi. Um, but even if you want to say that mizonos rolls are considered uh, uh, mizonos and not hamotzi, you still need to be careful not to eat it with other meals. And that's why Rebelski and Revruv and Feinstein and Rav Heinemann, they had a kol kore where basically said you should not be serving um, mizonos rolls, not on planes, not on bar mitzvahs, not at weddings. Why? Because what happens at all these events? At all these events, you're taking a piece of bread, this mizonos roll. At Inachanami, according to Rosh Zalman, it's considered a mizonos. But what are you eating it with? You're eating it with all the other food that they're serving at the wedding or all the other food that's on the plane. You have your eggs and your yogurt and the, the little salad that they make you and all that together. There's more than 350 grams and you would have to wash and, uh, and bench. You're being machshul the rabbim by telling them that this mizonos roll is really, uh, is really mizonos and therefore it's best not to serve mizonos rolls 
at any of these functions. However, the Vizosa Bracha, he explains, he says, let's say you are conscious of this and somehow you landed up on a plane and there is a Mizonos roll on, on the plane and you don't want to get up and wash. So if you're, meaning you're being Kovasuda, you're eating breakfast on the plane and you have your eggs and your yogurt and the, and the salad and all the other stuff that they have there. And altogether, it's more than 350 grand. So Meikar didn't even have to go wash and you would have to go uh, and you would have to go back. But let's say you don't want to do that. So says of Zosa Bracha, what could you do? You can make a Mizonos just on the roll, assuming the roll is less than 200 grams, and then make an alamichya on the roll, and then make a shahakol and adama on your eggs and on your salad, and eat, uh, and eat the rest, and that way it's not, uh, it's not mitzvah. But when it comes to this mizonosol, this is a very uh, hotly debated topic, and it seems to be that it's really best to avoid, especially if you're being kovasud and you're eating uh, an amount that rises to the level of uh, a pasta Everything that we set up until now was with regards to Ashkenazim. With regards to the Sfardim, Sfardim hold that as long as you taste the additives, it doesn't need to be 51% fruit juice. As long as you taste the fruit juice, it doesn't taste exactly like bread. The Lach is, it's automatically considered Mizdonos um, and uh, and and uh, and pasta baba kisni, uh, and and you would make a Mizdonos and al and an al And on top of that, Sfardim also paskin Allah Maisa that when we're calculating the four eggs, which according to them is 216, 217 grams, so what's the halacha? It's you're only going to need to wash and bench if you eat 217 grams of pasta baba kisni. But if I eat 200 grams of pasta baba kisni and then another 200 grams of other things that are that are not considered pasta baba kisni, according to Sfarim, you would not need to wash and you would not need to uh, and you not need to bench. And therefore, based on this, Ravavad Yosei Paskin that for Sfardi is eating by Nashkenazi's house on Shabbos and Nashkenazi is using an egg challah, the Sfardi should bring his own water challah along with him. Why? Because you're right that he's being Kovas Uda, but according to Sfardim, in order for it to really be a Kriya Suda, you'd have to wash and bench, he would have to eat 217 grams of the egg chala, not of the fish and the kugel and the cholent and all the other stuff that's being served. It has to be mamish of the, of the pasta baba kisni itself. And therefore, says Ravavad, it's best to bring your own chala that's made with water chala and be able to and, and, uh, and eat that. So that's the sugya of the, of the Mizonosols. Again, according to Roshul Zalman, according to the Chuvas Vanagos, Mizonosols are Mizonos. You should be Careful not to be kovasud on them. Uh, if you are, if you want to avoid washing when you are being kovasud, so just eat the mizonos roll if it's less than two hundred grams. Make an alamich and then eat the rest. Uh, but according to to Rav Yashiv uh, and and Ravazner is that mizonos rolls are mamish taking the place of bread, and since they're taking the the place of bread, so the luck is that you're going to have to make uh, you would have to really wash uh, before you eat the mizonos roll because it's mamish considered uh, bread. Um, and Sfardim, they hold that whenever you have any amount of, of liquid that's, or, or of additives that's added to the bread and you're able to taste those additives, the luck is that, <coughs> that you would have to make, uh, that, that it's considered Pasa Baba Kisni. And in order to wash, you need 217 grams of the Pasa Baba Kisni itself, not with other uh, additives. Next thing we discussed was large barekas. At weddings in Israel, uh, a lot of times they'll serve uh, these large barekas. They'll put like some sauce on top of it. What's the with these with these cases? So again, this is going to be dependent on the machlokas that we had just now with Mizonus rolls. According of Shlomo Zalman and uh, Rav, Rav uh, the Chuvas Van Nagas is going to be for sure considered possible but kissing the puff pastry is made with uh, with a lot of additives with margarine etc and it's stuffed with with potatoes etc right so all those these things are going to be considered uh, possible but kissing however according to Rav Yashiv and according to Rav Asner, since this is like an anchor part of the meal it's served as mamish part of the meal therefore the halacha is that it rises to the level of bread right it's mamish like a mizonus roll that's being served at, at a meal and it's meant to take you know the the place of 
of carbs. It's it's like the case of pashtida, right? It's the case of pashtida that's stuffed with 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 uh, potatoes or whatever it is. But since it's being served as the main part of the meal, according to Rav Yashiv and and Rav Asner, you're going to have to wash and uh, and bench on it. And therefore, says the Vizos if you have this big barakas that's being served at a meal, the best thing to do <coughs> is really to wash on bread and then eat the and eat the, the breakfast. Again, Sfardim, Yalkut Yosef, uh, they would say that no, it, this is for sure considered Pasa Baba Kisni and you would only need to wash if you have 217 grams uh, of it. And the reason why it's considered Pasa Baba Kisni is because it's it, you can taste in the puff pastry all the different, you know, the, the tons of, of margarine. It tastes much different than, uh, than than regular bread. Now, the same thing would apply to a deli roll. A deli roll would be the same exact Sfar. According to Rav Roshulma Zalman and the Chuvas Vanagas, right, it fits all the criteria of Pasa Baba Kisni. The puff pastry is made with tons of margarine and that's tasted. It's filled with meat. So you're right, maybe it's like a pashtida, but the, the, the puff pastry itself is filled with all these additives. And therefore, it would have the status of like a mizonos roll, where it's if you're kovesuda, you would, uh, you know, you would you would wash and bench. If you're not kovesuda, you have less than than two hundred grams. So then you would make a mizonos and al But according to Rav Yashiv, according to Rav Vasner, the halacha is um, that since this is a main part of the meal, it's like mamashik pashtida. It's served as the main course of the meal, and it has. Mizono, so you're right, it checks the boxes of Paza Babakisni, even though the puff pastry is made with margarine and, and a lot of oil, right? But since it's served as part of the meal and it's part of the meal, so therefore it would rise to the level of, uh, of, of bread. And therefore it says of Azosa Bracha that whenever you're eating a deli roll, it's best to really wash on bread, uh, to wash on bread uh, before. And again, here too, the Sfardim would say that no, it's for sure it's considered uh, Paza Babakisni. That was all with regards to deli rolls and large burekas. But if you have a small burekas that's eaten on the go, or if you have the Franks and Blinks that are eaten <coughs> that are eaten also on the go, right? So that is the case of the Magan Avram of a Pashtida that's Mamish eaten on the go. And since it's eaten on the go, the luck is that it's going to be a Mizonos and uh, and uh, and an Almechin. Now, with regards to Ruglach, cakes, uh, maybe croissants, pretzels, right? So Lechora over here also, Mamish fits the criteria passed by Bikissim, where we would think, and Lechora, the halach is, that if you're Kovest Uda, you would make a Mizon. Uh, if you're Kovest Uda, you wash and, and, and bench at the end. If you're not Kovest Uda, so then you make a Mizonos and Almechin. However, comes the Gra, and he's Mechadish, and he says that when we said that passed by Bikissim, when you're Kovest you're right, the definition of passed by Bikissim is something that you would sometimes be Kovest Uda on. Uh, and if you are Kuvesu Udana, you're wash and bench. And if you're not Kuvesu Udana, then it's a Samazon, it's an Alamechia. But explains the Gra, and he says that if it's something that you'll never ever be Kuvesu Udana, it's never part of the meal, the Allah is, it's, you will never need to wash at the end because you'll never have it for kviyasuda, and that's where Rav Asher Weiss paskins Allah Lamaisa, and he says that's why we've never seen gedolim that are sitting and uh, measuring their raglach and their and their cakes uh, and their pretzels with uh, with pasta uh, with with, uh, with a scale, and the reason is because all these things uh, are not eaten as part of the meal. No one will ever be kviyasuda on uh, on a chocolate raglach. However, um, you know deli rolls or large burekas, people would be kvyasud on such a things. And then over there, Taka, you need to be careful that you're not eating more than the sheer of kvyasud. And same thing with croissants. Croissants also, recently in restaurants, they started serving, you know, like eggs filled with croissants. So that could be used as a, as a meal itself. The next thing we discussed was, was bow rolls. Bow rolls are basically made out of flour. It's a thick batter where the batter, where the, the bow roll themselves are, are steamed. So instead of you know, putting it in the oven, instead of the, the dough being put in the oven, it's steamed. And this is similar to the case in the Shulchan Aruch and Sifiyud Gimel, where the halacha is, 
where the halach is that if you have a thick batter that you boil in water, the stam of the Shulchan Aruch paskins that it's considered tafshul mezonos because it's not made like bread, it's not put in the oven. And the Yishomrim says that no, it's mom is considered hamotzi, right? It's mom is considered like bread. And the halach stam Yishomrim is like the stam, and the Ramah even adds minagulaka that it's considered a mezonos, it's considered a tafshul mezonos. However, the Shulchan Aruch adds that uh, Yerei Shemaim should really only wash on bread beforehand uh, before eating these. Uh, these uh, these steamed rolls. So when it comes to these bow rolls, which are made, they're steamed, so it's mamish like being boiled in the water, the Allah would be exactly like this. Could you make a mezonos and al on it? Yes, even if you eat a ton of it. However, Yerushimayim should be machmir not to um, not to wash, not to Yerushimayim um, uh, should should wash on bread first before eating these uh, these bow rolls. These bow rolls. Now sometimes the bow rolls are made with a filling inside that's stuffed, right? It's stuffed with meat, and then it's uh, they steam it, and then you eat it at, 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 uh, like that. So what would be the halacha with the stuffed bow rolls? So the stuffed bow rolls lechora those would be um, those would be a mezonos for two reasons. Reason number one is you have the stam of the shulchan and the minog of the Gra who says that the custom is that it's uh, that it should be a mezonos. And even those who say that uh, that nagu that erishemaim, even the shulchan who says that no, that erishemaim should be machmir, that's only when it's not stuffed, right? But if it's stuffed and it's eaten on the go, so we saw that the Magen Avram in, in the Mishmura Sifkat Tzadik Dalit, he passes that since it's eaten on the go, and usually at these weddings where they give out these things, it's eaten on the go. The halacha is that it's going to be considered pasabah uh, kisni if it's not eaten on the go. So then, according to the Magen Avram, it would be considered mamish like the case of Pashlida, where Yerei Shemaim should uh, should really um, should wash uh, should wash beforehand. Fine. The next thing are uh, a suvganiyot. Suvganiyot are, are very similar as well, where, where here also you take, uh, here you have a puff pastry, right? You have, uh, not a puff pastry, excuse me, you have a thick uh, batter of dough that you're deep frying in, in oil. So that mamish fits the criteria of the, of the Shulchan Aruch itself. However, here it's different because the dough itself is made with a lot of sugar and a lot of additives. So at best, it can be pasta baba kisni. It can never be bread because it's made with so many additives, right? So according to the Stam of the Shulchan Aruch, it's a Tav Shulmazonus, you can eat a hundred Sufganiyot, make a Mazonus al According to the second opinion in the Shulchan Aruch, which is the Yerei Shemaim should follow, is that at best it's considered a... Uh, uh, Pasa uh, Baba where if you eat a lot, you would bench. However, says Vervavadi, says even if you did eat a lot of, of, uh, of Suvganiyot and you ate more than 350 grams, it's still better not to bench at then. Why is it better not to bench at then? Because according to the first shita, according to the first shita in the Shulchan Aruch, which is the Ikar Psak of the Shulchan Aruch, the halacha is that it's not considered bread. It's considered Tavshul Mazonus, where you're not obligated to bench. Since you're not obligated to bench, uh, so therefore you should not. Uh, uh, you, you, benching would be considered uh, a brachla batal according to those shitas. Next thing we discussed are crepes and blintzes. So those things are made with a loose batter and they're spilled out very thin. And since they're spilled out very thin, they're not con- and they have a loose batter. They don't have a tor lechem where it's going to be considered tafshul mazonos where you make a mazonos and you make a you make a mezonos and you make an alamichi at the end, no matter the amount you eat. The last thing we discussed was matzah, right? Matzah seems to fit the criteria of pasa babikisni because it's crunchy, it's basically a cracker. So why in the world do we make a moti on it on, on Pesach? So the reason is because on Pesach, it takes the place of bread. That is our bread on Pesach. Right? So you're right, during the year, it's something that we would eat on the go. But since on Pesach, Imamish takes the place of bread, therefore it rises to the level of, uh, of, uh, of, of bread itself, where you would have to wash, and you would have to make uh, hamotzi at the end. Ashkenazim hold that since it, takes the, since it becomes bread on Pesach, it's going to be considered bread throughout the whole year uh, as well. The Svardim, they're more mekel, and they say that no, after Pesach, which Or Latino explains, the day after Pesach, not Mamish Moti Pesach, but the next morning, when other, you know, when the, the bakery is already starting to bake, so then the Allah is that it's going to be considered, uh, it's going to go back to its state of Pasabah Bekissim, you should make a Mazonus. However, both 
Mishnah Svardi and the Ashkenazi Poskim say that when a person is sitting down, uh, is eating, is eating uh, matzah, uh, it's best to really wash on, uh, on bread first. And if you wash on bread first, then you're Yotze uh, this supper. So that was Shir number nine. Yashukor HaKadol.